Not So Peter Priesthood Podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! And I'm done with this conversation. Enough of you. Thank you very much. Enough of it. Um, and uh, yeah, that was it. Podcast yeah. over. Over. <laughs> over. Before it began. <laughs> I think I did that to you one time, didn't I? You were like, okay, I'm going to record. And I was like, going to meet myself. And I just hung up. And you were like, cool. Like, okay, I guess. Thanks for if hanging you out. Do that, then. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm really good at this. I understand all the technologies. Yeah, technology is great. It's so <laughs> wonderful. So I have a story to tell you before we kick off the actual podcast. Because it's Pride Month. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. Woo! So, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but so I dated this guy a million and one years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like a really toxic relationship. Like, we should not have been together to begin with. But anyways, and there was this um, woman that I worked with who I had the biggest crush on. Like, it was not... It was like... It was not healthy how obsessed I was with her. (laughs) Anyways. And so after... I and this guy broke up, like it had come to its final end and conclusion. We broke up. He had my computer for like a few days and he, I had moved in with my parents cause we had been living together <clears throat> and he had my computer for a few days and he was pissed off and he like knew that I liked this girl from work and whatever. And so he went into my Facebook and he changed my status from interested in men into interested in women like he fully outed me on my own facebook right and i remember when it happened literally within like an hour and a half of it like it it showed on my phone that it had been updated and i was like what the fuck's that all about that was weird and within an hour and a half my dad got like over 30 phone calls of people like informing him of like there's a problem with your daughter. There's a problem with your daughter. She likes women. <laughs> and I was like, okay, everybody needs to call first of all, it's Facebook. Like yeah. <laughs> can we just calm down? Like I could have said I was like in love with like, I don't know, SpongeBob. Like, calm down. Just everybody calm <laughs> down, first of all. Second of all, why is it anybody's business? Oh, uh, yeah. This was probably back in the day when it was, like, when they would show, like, that would just automatically notify. You could, mm-hmm. could specify and everything. And also, remember the days when uh, you couldn't specify, like, you would like something and you could see what people liked? Yeah, like, Jake liked this on, and you're like, I, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, like, back in that, it was children back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have music on our phones. You had to carry an iPod around. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, I had a BlackBerry, and you couldn't, like, change your status on my BlackBerry. You could only do it on my laptop, so I couldn't fix it until I got my... It was such a... It was such, anyways, long story short, <laughs> I've always wondered what it would have been like if I had parents that were like, fuck off and leave her alone, rather than, like, in my face within, like, 90 minutes of, like, this needs to be addressed immediately, uh-huh. you know? I've always wondered what it would be like. And that's kind of what I was thinking about while I was looking at, like, what we're going to talk about today, which is, like, all these different alliances and, like, queer support groups and, like, family of queer people support groups. I started thinking about that. So there's my pride story (laughs) that I (laughs) was not even allowed to even think about being queer. I was just shoved right out of that. Well, I mean, it's a good point because there's, um, and I've wondered that too. Like, what if my parents? I mean, my parents are decent about it, but they're not mm-hmm. like. Um, my dad was the angriest I've ever seen him when I came out to him. Oh, I bet. So, um, but it was. Have I told that story? Yeah, I think you have. Where it was just kind of an oopsie. Like I mm-hmm. meant to do it, but then it was anyway. And then, so it wasn't the way I wanted it to come out. <laughs> right. But, um, like, <laughs> the man was doing dishes. That tells you how angry he was. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, Papa Taylor was not happy. <laughs> not happy. So, um, and I wonder, like, if, and we have our moments where uh, we have open conversation about stuff. Like, I've told my Mom, I've talked about my dating life a little bit with her. Like, um, they met my ex, you know. And so there's been moments of that, but it's never been, like, a complete, like, I never know what they're going to. Now we're in this weird place where it's, like, we just don't talk about it. Yeah, it's just, like, the elephant in the room, hey? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, my parents know nothing about any of, like, I could not even, I don't even think I could tell my parents that I've, like, made out with a girl like I don't think that they could handle that conversation even knowing that I'm happily married to a man and I have children and I like I I say that I'm a straight white woman because fuck everybody it doesn't matter like you know I don't need to get into it with people or whatever I I don't think I could even ever have that conversation with my parents I think that they would their brains would explode (laughs) even even knowing that i'm like in love with yeah even knowing i'm in love with my husband and like he's he's my galaxy no i'm just kidding (laughs) but you know Uh, what i mean (laughs) cute good job side (laughs) note is i bought a mug that says you are my galaxy on it and i pretended that pat gave it to me because (laughs) i was like look at this cute mug you got me and i was like you're my galaxy hey i was like clearly Really? Oh, Anyways. Anyway. So, yeah. Well, and speaking of that, I've been thinking, like, okay, so I think, I don't know why I've been thinking about this. Well, okay, so I have a, f- a friend in Denver that um, she's a performer there, and she does burlesque and drag, and she is bisexual, and she um, is in a relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. And um, she's constantly talking about bisexuality um, visibility, yeah. and then it's not just just she's um, and it, it's not just like a, a lot of I think gay men have this like 
there's like this joke that it's like, oh, you're bisexual, quote unquote, but you're going to mm-hmm. be gay soon. You know, like it's just a gateway, <laughs> it's you a know? gateway like, drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but bisexuality is a real thing. Like it's not yeah, like yeah. it's a legit sexuality. Like and um, I want I do that does get into like the whole conversation about gender but like it's really just like it it doesn't have to get into that because you can just say it's cisgender you're the bisexual people are just attracted to cisgender women as cisgender men like mm-hmm. that's where that is and that's where it's the differentiation from other sexualities but um yeah i i think that that's a conversation that um a lot of people are uncomfortable with because they can't wrap their head and yeah. she has a lot of problems because she's like, um, just because I'm bisexual doesn't mean, and I'm in a relationship with a man doesn't make up, doesn't mean I'm less bisexual. Like, right, right, yeah. I could, like I could easily be in a relationship with a woman, but I've because, but my connection is with this man. This so man, exactly, yeah. Like I have never really, like I don't, I don't talk about it because either people are like, oh, you're just doing it for attention. You're married to a man. Or it's, well, you're married to a man, so you can't claim it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's this weird stigma around it. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, but that's just because that's who I happen to fall in love with. Yeah. If it was the same person in a woman's body, I would have still fallen in love with this person that I'm with. Like, Mm -hmm. his anatomy has nothing to do with it's who he is as a person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so I've always just, like, I always just claim I, I'm straight because I don't, I, it's a migraine to get it to mm-hmm. with people. And it's nobody's business and I don't give a fuck what, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's yeah, fine. It's down to it, it's really nobody's business. But, yeah, right. Yeah. And, but, but I do feel, like, I go to Pride and I'm there, like, as an ally. And I do feel it's not for me mm-hmm. because I, yeah, I am married to a man and I am, I don't know. Anyways, that's just the things that have been rattling around in my head as I was trying to say. So I thought I'd air that all out on the podcast with all of you. Thank you for being my therapist. <laughs> but it can be a good segue because um, I'm going to Pride later this month in Denver. Hello, Denver friends, if you're listening. Anyway, I don't know if they are. Anyway, but the um, my friend that's coming with me is straight, but she's a very staunch ally and she's mm-hmm. she has asked me several times repeatedly she's like it's are you sure it's okay if i go like it's just an ally and um the thing thing is like the more the merrier basically like if you're right. there to ver- there for the same cause if you're there to um show support and love and also to celebrate love is love and also this time of year this year it's like even more prevalent because like there's a lot of politics against us and yeah. so um even up here our the recent more election. support we can get the better you yeah. know so, and, and i it, go so that if there's some young girl that's at pride and she's dealing with the same situation at home she can see like there's people here that will love you and embrace you and you have a place you know yeah. so yeah. that's why i go is just for the fact of yeah that support and Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm excited so, you're going to Denver, though. It's gonna be I so know. Fun. I am too. It's my old stomping grounds. So, 
<laughs> it'll be weird to be a visitor, but it'll be it'll be good. <laughs> and I was like, when I go to Waterton, I'm like, I feel like a tourist. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who I am? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Happy Pride. We're gonna start talk about. Um, I found a few different organizations that I just wanted to like talk about and chat about like what they're doing because I feel like a lot of our listeners who are in the queer community need support because they're probably coming out of like Mormonism or they're still in Mormonism and there's support for them or it's people who have been Mormon and have like queer family members and want to know how to support or like never Mo's who like should be aware, I guess, that there are at least some good people out in the world trying to <laughs> do yeah. the right thing, it's right? Not all, it's not all just dark and gloomy and doomy. Yeah, exactly. Approaching Nazism and, you know. <laughs> right. Oh, I can't even get into it with things that were said during our provincial election. So, um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about, this is just in Alberta. I can't speak for the rest of like Canada because I don't live in a different province that came out weird um but on (laughs) on our government website so we have an alberta website it's just alberta.ca but it's the government's run website for everything for the province and right on the website it talks about the gay straight alliances and the reason i was looking into this is because there was like a big uproar i believe last year about there being a gay straight alliance started at the high school and i did Mm. not and i could not wrap my brain around why parents were upset because the kids' parents do not have to be notified if a child joins the Gay-Straight Alliance. And I was like, why would you care? Like, just because your child is going to this group does not mean that they're gay, right? It's a Gay-Straight Alliance group. Yeah. And all these parents were like, I should be notified of what they're doing, and I need to know. And I was like, but it's not for you, First of all, and, like, if you think you're such a good parent who's raising this child to be, like, so much better than everybody else, wouldn't they be able to talk to you? So I've never understood it. Like, I've just never. So I wanted to look into it. Um, So the overview of this, um, and they have the Gay Straight Alliance and Queer Straight Alliance. They have both, like, both are used. Um, So it's a peer support network run by students and supported by school staff and would be grounded in the principles of promoting equity for sexual and gender minority students, safe, caring, and inclusive spaces for all students, healthy, respectful environments and relationships to prevent or eliminate bullying and discrimination. So that's what it is. And the GSAs or the QSAs are completely support supported by the Education Act by our government. So a child in any school in Alberta has the right to start or or um, join a GSA or a QSA in the Alberta public school system. Yeah. Cool, right? That's cool. Yeah, I love that it's like it's government supported. It has like. Um, all this, like, it tells you, like, why it's important for them to be in schools. It breaks down, like, how it helps with, like, attendance to school and, like, grades increasing. And it's really cool. I think it's really, really cool. And then it has, like, a whole outreach for, like, all over Canada of, like, how you can get support. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. And then, yeah, it even has, like, how to set one up in your school and your rights and everything. So I thought that was really 
interesting, especially because, yeah, it's supported in like our Education Act in the government. So, oh, wow. Yeah, right? Like, is that like we have a legal, the kids in our school systems have a legal right to these supports. So cool. Oh, that's way cool. Imagine so that. Cool. <laughs> imagine it being like <laughs> legally required that you have like safe spaces for your children <laughs> oh strange weird so weird so weird uh, <laughs> uh, mind-blowing it's sad that that's like a, oh what yeah. a concept you know but mm-hmm. <sighs> such as the times we live in um that's cool yeah that's, that's neat um do you let's see so I was thinking about because I work in a like a community college and we have oh my god FERPA, which is like the Privacy Act for um, students. Oh, I think it's called FOIP up here, Freedom of Information and Privacy. Okay, is that something that um, goes along with uh, this whole thing? Does that that? Oh, that's a good question. I think that it doesn't say it doesn't say anything about privacy acts or anything it's hmm. interesting it just made me think of that because i if it's like in like government like it's illegally it's within the government um then it should it probably does have to do. I don't know. That's a good. I think anyway. because it's a government mandated and there's like set regulations of how it has to be run, the school legally can't tell the parents because it's a school. It's a student-run organization. They're only oh. supposed to be supported by school staff, and mm-hmm. so like you know, getting keys to unlock a room for them to meet in or or whatever, right? Oh. That yep. sort of a situation. And there's like a liaison on the staff that can like. Mm-hmm help with that but I think because it is fully student there's no legal like they're legally they don't have to tell the parents anything oh that's cool so like I don't know I signed up for like some clubs in high school that my parents didn't first of all didn't care about (laughs) second of all didn't know (laughs) about so they were like oh you're doing that cool like so anyways but I thought it was interesting that it's like a government thing like it says in our there's an act there's an education act about it so cool anyways what i was uh surprised about was that madison high school here in rexburg idaho has a gay straight alliance what yeah well i think i don't know if it's gay straight alliance but it's like a it's an lgbtq club oh well that's cool though similar you know like it's there for students who need that safe space so yeah it's important it's very important for all children to feel included and that they have a place that they belong 100 yeah. percent. doesn't matter yeah. what it is right and well, there's the thing is, clubs and this gets into like the stuff that's happening in florida where they you got these like you're, you're saying those parents need to know they feel like they need to know they need to know yeah but um and there's places that are making it so they uh, the teachers or the you know they're mandated to tell to report to the parents when what if those parents are in a safe space what if those yeah. what if there's a reason why the child hasn't told these parents that's what that's what I was thinking too because like it's a very conservative community that I live in and 
I I have sat and watched my six-year-old playing soccer, having the time of his life, and some kid goofing on the field. And I have watched his father walk out onto the field, grab that six-year-old, not my six-year-old, grab his six-year-old by the arm and yank him off the field and, like, read him the riot act about we are here to play soccer and this is not how – and, like, lose it on him. Like, you need to be scoring goals. And I was like, whoa. Like, he's Uh. six years old. (laughs) Like – Settle down, sir. Yeah. The Wendy's. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if he's pissed off about his kid not doing the right thing on the soccer field and he's going to act like that in front of all of us, like, what's happening at home behind clothes? Like, uh, it's scary to think about. I couldn't, I could not imagine. I could not imagine yeah. having those conversations. So, yeah, I think it's a safety thing of kids need to feel safe. And sometimes mom and dad are not safe. For kids and that's really unfortunate but that is the reality of it yeah exactly so yeah <laughs> anyways but then i found okay here's this this next one that i found it's called affirmation it's you can find their website is affirmation.org they have a 40-year history and it's like members who like there's some of the leadership is like members who left and then went back to the church and have like started this organization Mm -hmm. um i know that there's like a somebody that like was in the quorum of something i'm super professional by the way (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just happy that i'm not the one driving right now (laughs) this has been (laughs) (laughs) it's it's always we'll see we'll see where we end up you know it's always (laughs) um yeah so it's like a more of like a Mormon gay thing. Um, <laughs> it's a Mormon gay thing. It's a Mormon gay What's thing. The, um, what was it called again? Sorry. Affirmation. Oh, so I've heard of them. Yeah, it's LGBTQ Mormons, families, and friends. So I think they're not affiliated with the church because they do use the term Mormon. So yeah. I would assume that they're not like affiliated with the church, but there is a lot of like. LDS members who are a part of the group. Um, so it's kind of more part of the yeah the church. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like the BYU Cougar Chronicles. Um, you know, they're saying what the church is saying, but they're not affiliated, right? Right. So it's good that there's at least that. I mean, a group yeah. that is doing something. But yeah. Their mission statement is affirmation creates worldwide communities of safety, love, and hope, and promotes understanding, acceptance, and self-determination of of individuals of diverse sexual orientations, gender identities, and expressions. We affirm the inherent self-worth of LGBTQIA plus individuals as complete, equal, and valuable persons, and support them as they define their individual spirituality and intersection with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So it's like a, how they can help them fit and be in the church type of situation. Ah, so it's giving them a space to navigate being Mormon and gay. And gay, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. queer. Yeah. Or queer or whatever. Whatever word you want whatever. to use, it's allowing them that space, which I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah, they're like big picture on the front of the website is like a bunch of people in front of the Salt Lake Temple. So yeah. 
<laughs> so that one, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, they do have like some articles about staying in the church. They do have some articles about how to help transition out of the church. So huh. it is helping both ways, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, the That's good. Cause I was wondering if they were like um, promoting this idea of like the mixed orientation oh, relationships no. in there, yeah. or if they were doing like, um, cause that would be my worry, like that they are taking the doctrine within it. And it's just another right. place for them to instill that. Into people right. say this is the way we need to be. Yeah, which I don't. I don't like that. I don't like when they like. Or like it's another form of it. basically, um, what's that? Conversion therapy. Oh well. <laughs> you mean torture? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. Um, yeah, so that's the one I found that I was kind of like, all right, um, the next one I found is actually a BYU organization called the Out Foundation. Oh. And their website is the Out.foundation. It's a not-for-profit. Um, sorry, I'm just pulling it up because all of my tabs closed on me for some reason. Because <laughs> I'm a <laughs> professional. Anyway, it's... <laughs> It's a bumblebee, but it's a rainbow-colored bumblebee, which is kind of cute. That's cute. So, yeah, it kind of goes along with, like, the BYU stuff. But, mm. um, yeah. So, let me see what their – I had their mission statement pulled up, and it ran away. <laughs> it flew it away, away like the bee. It, it flew the bee away. Took, the bee took it. It flew away. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> Um, so their mission statement is to empower the LGBTQ plus students and alumni of Brigham Young University in achieving their intellectual, social, and professional potential. We do this by completing initiatives based on the needs of our students and alumni. So what they do, um, they actually have scholarships that can help students stay at BYU if they need to, or leave, like, to transfer out of BYU. Um, Yeah, it's really cool that they, because unfortunately, yeah, BYU students can lose their place at BYU if they come out as gay. Like, it goes against the honor code or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about, because I know of people that have been kicked out yeah. of BYU so, and, like, BYU-Idaho for being gay. Yeah, so they help students transition, like, they get them scholarships to help them transfer to different schools. Um, students that can't afford... Like to st- like a loser. Uh, what was it saying here? Let me just read it. Sorry. You're good. Yeah, they have the transfer fund. So they have helped twelve queer students to transfer out of BYU. Um, they support students at no cost to them to get therapy. Um, let's see. And yeah, there's scholarships. To help students at BYU Provo, BYU Idaho, BYU Hawaii, and Enzyme College, which is where my sister went, actually. That where? Enzyme College, but it wasn't. It was LDS Business College at that point. Oh yeah, I did a tour of them when they were LDS Business College when yeah. I was a senior or something, and I was yeah. I, Weird. That was a memory unlocked. I did not expect. <laughs> yeah, I forgot my sister they got called Ensign College now. Yeah, I forgot they changed it until I saw it. I was like, what is that? Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. 
anyways, yeah, I thought that was really cool that they're just like trying to help because not every student at BYU is Mormon, right? Like, right. I don't know why yeah. you would go there if you weren't Mormon, but I know some people get like athletic scholarships and stuff there. Yeah, so. I think that's mostly what most non LDS kids there are on some yeah. sort of athletic scholarship. scholarship. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that one was really cool, especially that it's, like, active on BYU campus, like, helping with therapy and money and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And the other one that I found is, we know about this one because of David Archuleta, the Mama Dragons. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? I was like, that's kind of what started me thinking about, like, this whole situation. I was like, how many are out there? I need to know. I need to know what's going (laughs) on. So, um, yeah, so the Mama Dragons started as, like, LDS moms with gay kids, like, Mm -hmm. supporting and helping and, like, working together to, like, create a community of support and acceptance. Mm -hmm. They no longer are considered, like, an LDS group. Like, they've kind of, they have other religions. Yeah. So I think there still is a lot of LDS people involved in it, but I think it's definitely more than just that now so the cool thing about them is they have these parachute courses that are like e-learning courses for parents and community leaders to learn about lgbtq kids which is like that is so cool that's very cool right there's like training um for suicide prevention there's peer-led support groups so it's more this one's more for like mother it's geared more towards mothers of Mm -hmm. queer children but it's just so it's just so cute. Like, I just, it just makes me okay. smile. Yeah. So their mission is to support, educate, and empower mothers of LGBTQ children. We envision a world in which all mothers fiercely love, affirm, and advocate for their children. Oh. Isn't that perfect? I was like. That's perfect. I just want that for, I just want all mothers to just love their children and, like, advocate for all children. You know what I mean? Like, in yeah. a perfect world, it just, we should all. If there's, like, a queer child in our kid's school, we should all advocate for that queer child, you know? Yeah. So I just thought it was really cool. I thought it was such a – their website's really great. You can donate to them. They have all these different programs that you can – like, they have the parachute, like I was telling you about. They have Wrapped in Hugs program. Like, what's that? They make blankets. Oh. Isn't that so cute? Adorable. Yeah, so they send you a hug to another mom in a form of a blanket. Oh. Is that just, like, not the cutest thing you've ever heard of? (laughs) Oh, my God. So it's, like, a support group for the mothers. For the mothers. Which, um, again, I'm sure, like, some of our listeners know of a mom or are moms of queer children. And I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that there was, like, there's something for everyone out there. Like, we can Mm -hmm. find support out there for all of us. You really need to sign my mom up for that. Right. <laughs> she could get a rainbow blanket and she'd be like, what is this? <laughs> like, I like the colors. She won't know what it's about. I'll be like, really? <laughs> it's like my little four-year-old freaking out because all the rainbows are out and everybody's like, why? why? And I'm like, he just really likes rainbows. June's just his favorite month. Just let him be four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. 
he asked me because I put up our pride flag today and he goes, is it rainbow day today? Do we go to the parade? Oh. <laughs> like, not yet. It's a whole rainbow month. And he was like, a whole month. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best month ever. <laughs> it's so cute. So cute. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about him, but he's just like, probably because we have our rainbow hallway. So I have that, like film that you can oh, yeah. privately film you can put on your windows in our back hall and so when the sun yeah. hits it the whole hallway is full of rainbows oh. and when he was two he would just sit there and just like love it so oh. probably why <laughs> <laughs> I love it anyways so yeah there's my little presentation on all the different support groups I've learned about today <laughs> that's beautiful thank you, I loved thank it. you. I like that we didn't have to rage about anything today. It was nice. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of rage inside me, but I mean, we both do. But like with all this stuff, I'm just like, oh, but it's fine. Yeah. It's good stuff. This is like the good. Like a feel good, good episode. Of, yeah. It's not all rage. There's this some is people... your hug, everybody. Here's your <laughs> hug from us. Our, our it's mama not a blanket, me. but it's a, you know. It's as close as we can get. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. As, I had a, as you're snuggling, Augie. I had a memory come up today on my like Facebook, I think, and it was like, if your parents are not accepting of you as an LGBTQ person, they're not your parents anymore. I'm your mom. <laughs> come here, Aww. I'll give you a hug. And I was like, yeah, I still believe that. That's right. Yeah. Well, um, there's also more. Did you see anything about Mormons building bridges? So I tried to look into that one. I think that has like a chapter here ish. Um, Because I. So let. Is that the one that you were looking at? Well, okay. So last year I went to Idaho Falls Pride, which I was. Oh, right. Yeah. um, And. They had a booth there, and my so I'm one of my good family. One of my good friends is um. There's a whole her whole family like so she's there's hand there can't say her name um there's uh <laughs> she is married and she to a woman so she's my friend is lesbian and then one of the her little sister is. She claims to be bisexual. I'm not sure. I feel like she's, she says she's bisexual, but leans more lesbian. So I don't know. Anyway, so um, it's kind of like you're bisexual, but leans more straight, right? Is that what you're? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm bisexual, but definitely leans more straight because, well, I mean, Jared Leto is like beautiful, but he's very feminine looking feminine looking and i've noticed that i have a type <laughs> and i i don't i'm gonna get in trouble with patrick because <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'll just stop <laughs> i'll just stop i'll stop anyways <laughs> my husband is very masculine have a type. yes <laughs> he has a beard <laughs> but he's very like Man lanky and yeah. he's no, hot he's really hot <laughs> <laughs> but I have a type for sure. Um, what was I talking about before? <laughs> oh, anyway, so <laughs> I was hanging out with uh, so 
my friend and her wife were out taking pictures of Idaho Falls Pride. So I was hanging out with the, the younger sister who is uh, mostly lesbian <laughs> <laughs> and then their dad. And so, and we were going around the booths and we saw this booth for Mormons building bridges. Oh yeah. And um, they're kind they're, of like affirmation, right? Like they're kind of more yeah. LDS aligned. Yeah. Yeah. They go to like the, the women we talk to, they go to church, they do all the, you know, they're very active Mormons. Um, okay. And their, their thing, they were like, we just want to be a space for like I can't remember they were it's kind of it's a lot like affirmation I don't know if right. um I I feel like so the dad was talking to them mostly and I just I was kind of like I don't want to talk to him <laughs> <laughs> so I just kind of hung back and listened but um I by the you could tell the the one there were two of them one of them was really defensive like I think she felt a little uncomfortable and like worried that she was gonna like that, you know, people would she'd get some hate. Oh and yeah. So which, I mean, it's understandable because like there are a lot of ex Mormons and they're that are there, and so so it was kudos to them for showing up and being like, hey, we're you know they were it was just the two women that showed up to oh, yeah. run this booth for Pride, and um they walked in the little parade that we had, um. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was interesting. I don't. I had never even heard of them, but apparently they're pretty. They're becoming. They have a few chapters like all over Utah and Idaho, but I don't know. Anyway, but I wish I knew more about them. That's really professional. But <laughs> um, let me see if I can. I was trying to see. I think that I'm trying to remember which one the one is here ish. I think it's called Take. No, no, no. I'm not even going to say it, but. So this says, okay, so Wikipedia for Mormons Building Bridges is a decentralized grassroots group composed primarily of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints who seek to improve the attitudes between members of the LDS Church and the LGBT commu- community. <laughs> they facilitate communication and organizational efforts that help their gay members and friends to feel welcome within their church congregations and supported in their life's path, focusing on ameliorating the experiences of LGBTQIA Mormon youth in hopes of decreasing the rates of their homelessness and suicides. MBB states that they are not sponsored by, nor do they represent the LDS Church. Oh, I mean. uh, it was founded in 2012 by Erica Munson, Kendall Wilcox, and Bianca Morrison Dillard. Oh, okay. And the first act of the group was to march in the Salt Lake City Gay Pride Parade in June 3rd, 2012. I wonder if... No. no. Anyway, subsequently, Mormon's Building Bridges was named Utahns of the Year by the Salt Lake Tribune on January 10th, 2013. So, it does sound like a lot, a lot like affirmations, like... I do remember one of them saying that she liked to wear a rainbow pin to church and that she yeah. would be there to like give hugs and stuff if you know like to the youth and LGBTQ members so Right. I can't remember. I have some friends that were involved. I can't remember what the name of the organization was, but they were involved in like the Cardston area 
And yeah, like he would wear like a tie pin that was a rainbow and she had like a, a button and they're they're not members now anymore any longer because it kind of came to a head of where things that were being taught in young women's she was saying this is very polarizing for women who like young women in our classes who might be gay and it it just she felt like you couldn't be both you couldn't be in the church and also an ally to the extent that she felt she needed to be so, but yeah. I do remember them like marching in the parade and thinking like it was really cool of her and being really, I mean, I'm still very proud of her. She's a, such a cool Aww. lady. Yeah. That's cool. So. Yeah. Um, when it, so my, my experience with like, I mean, I helped set up a gay straight alliance on my ship. So that's, um, and we're going to get an update on that hopefully uh in the next episode or so so um yeah it's called glass the gay lesbian and supporting service members uh so that's and i had never actually so at the time i hadn't even thought about like a gay straight alliance like i didn't even know what that that vocabulary at the time was never like really a thing you know you just right yeah um and if if you did it was very off what's the word very um like fringe fringe yeah yeah and and then uh there's also uh p flag which is like a parents for parents of um it's a lot like that mama bear mama dragons but like right they're a like a national organization though and they um but they're they do give their whole thing is to give um give sources resources and stuff to parents of lgbtq youth so but i don't know if they're even still around actually now that i think about it <laughs> oh really they might not even exist anymore um yeah i don't know there i know there was it gets a little very um political very fast um because i'm yeah unfortunately I'm, I'm friends with the um and she's been on the show before, but Anne, who's the founder of Glass, she had a lot in, involved with the, um, oh, they are still around, so that's good. Um, P-Flag is the, oh, ooh, the website has like a cool little rainbow thing that goes across the, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to. Very professional. Uh, they have this whole like interactive map where you can look up, find a chapter in your area. This is pretty oh, cool. cool. Um, a military and community ex- um, section section for like Latino, Latina, Black, African, Asian American, Pacific Islander. Um, so I'm trying to find the. Let's see, it's the nation's largest organization dedicated to supporting, educating, and advocating for LGBTQ plus people and those who love them. Um, Aww. So it's for everybody. Like it's not. It's yeah. yeah. And it stands for parents, family, and friends of lesbians and gays. But I'm pretty sure that now extends through the whole community. But it's not. Oh, like I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand how, 
Like the LDS church can be so mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Like I don't like they they claim to be like I was I don't know, like Christ centered and Christ was all about like loving your neighbor and mm-hmm. and they're like, Well we'll we'll love you, but we're gonna not condone your lifestyle. I'm doing finger quotes. Yeah. yeah. Well and the um they have a I don't know. They have such an opportunity to they've had it for a long time to change that. They yeah. have had multiple opportunities to change that and they don't do it. They just stand firm and um they did what was it when they voted for what they say I can't remember what it was. Was it the Roe v. Wade thing? Uh, I can't remember. Something happened last year. Oh god, this I'm really bad at this. Um <laughs> It's my fault. I'm driving and I'm a bad driver. <laughs> uh, they There was a big deal, but they, they had supported. Like, oh, I, re- I remember talking, you know talking about this about? with you. Yes, I do. I It's in my brain now where it was like the, uh, the, the like marriage, mm, the marriage uh, act or something. Yeah. Oh, the Respect for Marriage Act. So they were... Um, we got there. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> Listeners were yelling into the... the Respect for Marriage Act! <laughs> like, you're both idiots. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> this was just last year, uh, last year, and this was their... Um, but it turned out that it was because they were only doing it because they wanted to protect their ability to still have to say over yes yes it was all a stunt so that they could just continue to yeah but it makes them look like they're more accepting look like they're accepting but they're not they're just playing the long game oh my god yeah Yeah. oh my god i can't i can't (sighs) yeah so we just had a provincial election here i want to talk about it Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> but one of the um <laughs> there was an MLA who was running for re-election and she compared trans people to MLA. shit that you what? like your representative in your in oh, your okay. writing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got to <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a Mer- Americanized, Americanized, yeah. <laughs> Sell things out. It is a member of the legislative assembly, is what MLA stands oh. for. Yeah, but... I think MLA format, like you know, the writing. Oh yeah, that works too. But yeah, so there's like small groups of voters in a constituency, and they like. Uh, so I don't vote for Justin Trudeau. I, I wouldn't anyways, but that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> but I vote for like my. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he has really great hair. And a great butt. I'm just going to say it. I can't say that I've ever looked at his butt, but. Oh, girl, I will send you pictures. Oh. Not that I, <laughs> I have mean, personally, I mean... but there, you probably Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I know he runs in front of the cameras a lot, but anyways. Um, yep. We're fine. But anyway. Um, so anyways, anyway. there was this, <laughs> this woman Sorry. who was running. Oh, I'm echoing now. Who was running for re-election, and she compared trans people to shit that you would hide in cookies. And it was Ew. 
so gross and so ugly. And so she was dropped by her party and she had to run as an independent, fully knowing that if she won her riding again, she would just cross the floor and be back in her. Like there was no repercussions. They dropped her and said, oh, no, we're not associated with her. But as soon as she wins, she's going to be back in. Like, okay, so you had a slap on the wrist for like a month. Wow. I just like stuff like that happens. And I'm like, what are people doing? Like, what are people <laughs> actually doing with their lives that this is like, but I don't know. I get all riled up about it. And then there's people that are like, there was an election. Like they have no, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> can you please go vote? Please. Yeah. Like we had a lower voter turnout than we did in 2019 during the pandemic. Oh, like, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> or was that the during the pandemic? When did the pandemic... What day is it? Where are we? <laughs> what century are we in? So I actually just saw... That reminds me of this... <laughs> this is so stupid. This tweet... <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, does any anyone know what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> are we supposed to know what we're doing? Anybody, anybody like out the, there? Like, you had this, like, wait, what happened? Where, what century what are we? Happened? Where are we? It was there a pandemic? What? <laughs> Sometimes I still feel like it was a fever dream. Like I know I lived through it, and I have serious trauma because I had a baby who would not stop screaming. Oh yeah, that would. But um, yeah, no, it's fine. It's great. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. totally fine for it. It's fine. You're totally normal. Everything's yeah. everything. You've had everything normal happen to you. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything normal has happened to me. <laughs> I, I'm fine. Every, everything's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> this has been a really off the rails episode. It I has. We are all over the best. place. Fine. Um, so, <laughs> Let us scrap it. I completely understand. No, no we're good. We're good. <laughs> this is good. Um, so. Okay, so I I watched this TikTok of this. So they, she, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but it makes me think of like, okay, this is off the rails, but it's fine. It's our brand. Um, so the, the mom, <laughs> she snorted. Yes. <laughs> so she's responding to this um, this guy that said this person. I don't know if they were what they. Anyway, assume their gender. It's fine. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> so I, he, this person had said that trans people have only been around for like 29 years, and she's like, "Um, excuse me." So then she goes back and like she says that the first trans um group in America was in the 1800s, and then she, they were called the. Nope, not gonna. I don't remember what they're called. Anyway, and then she goes all the way back to BCE. But it, here's okay. So this is from. It says Sumerian and Akkadian texts from 4,500 years ago document priests known as Gala, who may have been transgender. In ancient Greece, Phrygia, and Rome, there were Gali priests that some scholars believe to have tra- been trans women. Uh, Roman Emperor Elagabalus preferred to be called a lady rather than a lord. Uh, he hijras on the Indian subcontinent and Katoys in Thailand. So I've been to Thailand, and they like 
being transgender is not as like taboo there as it is yeah. here and they are gorgeous like these these trans women walk around and the joke it's terrible yeah, they're just like horrible things said about it yeah yeah but they're just like if it's too good to be true that probably is but like <laughs> they're really like beautiful but they're also just very they're more um open about their like uh sexuality and like gender right, identities. Yeah. like they they don't they don't have the clear-cut lines they're willing to blur those lines um but uh let's see what else there's also the north american indigenous cultures that uh their social and ceremonial roles for third gender people uh in the middle ages why am i going off on this anyway so there's what's the talk <laughs> well no there's um there was a point to all that Oh, about how the guy was saying that they the trans people have only been around for twenty nine years, and clearly they have not. Yeah, they've always been. They're, they've always existed. Well, uh, yeah, and so mm, I've just been thinking a lot of that in the um, and actually the uh, so I think I've t- I've told you about this before. We haven't talked about this on the podcast about the JVN. Jonathan Van Ness. The, oh, yeah. We talked about the episode that you watched. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And in that episode, he also goes to, like, the History Museum, and they, they show a statue of this leader, and it, the person was female, but she put on a beard to pose as a man, to, not just to pose as a man, but to be a man, because like, right. she wanted to be seen as a man, because that was more powerful but also because she just wanted to be a man like she was transgender oh are you sorry i thought you were what's happening oh (laughs) i'm gonna have to edit anyway um what was i going with that i feel like there was a point to that but really it's just i'm just i'm gonna stop talking now (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I feel like your point was just to say oh. that like No, go ahead. The, <laughs> like they've always existed and like people talking about like oh it's a trend or whatever is a bunch of bullshit because it's it's not. <laughs> yeah, well and um I've also I wasn't Okay, so being in Rexburg, I've been it's there's the, there's definitely like this feeling of like the anti-gay obviously because like there is I mean you don't yeah. know who and I saw a rainbow flag in my complex just like the other day and I was all excited and then um, I've joined this group Life in Rexburg simply because of the posts from Mormon Stories oh, yeah but uh, I had some conversation like I read those comments on that post and now I'm just like I gotta get the fuck out of here like this. <laughs> it is not safe like it, to be a queer person in rexburg is actually not a safe like i was just like thinking oh well it's fine everything's fine i'm just gonna be it's whatever they can't do anything to me they actually can but like you yeah. know I'm just like i um yeah this is probably yeah. the first place to be in idaho as far as like being a queer person because 
like this post particularly talked about the pride celebrations happening at the local park like in a couple weeks at the by the time this airs it'll be like that week but um the uh i but it's also made me more like more like it's fired me up even more yeah because i'm just like no you don't get to push me back in the closet (laughs) yeah I don't know. And it's something cathartic about it because, like, I did go to BYU-Idaho. And so, like, it's, like, reclaiming that part of my trauma, you know? Like, right, yeah. And Anyway. But that's where, I guess we'll bring it back around, but that's where, like, these support groups come in handy. Because, like, and it's not just for, like, students or youth. Like, people need resources. And yeah. um, there is a... Uh, And that was part of the reason why Glass came about was because at the time before Don't Ask, Don't Tell, um, well, during Don't Ask, Don't Tell, it was um, like there was a period in time where it was like in the military was was not okay, But like in certain states, it was becoming more like it was becoming legalized to have same sex marriage. So you'd have so you'd have some like a couple that was stationed in say like uh, California and then they get restationed, they get stationed again to like Virginia or something where it's not, it's not legal, not legal anymore. Oh, yeah. What are their resources? What can they do? How do they get benefits for the, per- for their spouse? Because the, re- the military doesn't recognize that anymore. They recognize it in California, but they can't recognize it in Virginia. So that creates a huge problem a huge gap between but now i mean now it's not a problem but that was that was the reason why glass came about yeah because because, like what if those families have children or there's like a medical emergency like that's so scary exactly and also medical emergencies talking about that with like the so you get stationed in some place that they it's not legal and um your spouse gets injured or like is on their deathbed in the hospital the the hospital the state doesn't recognize your marriage so they you can't go visit them it's back to those days yeah which is so so i just don't understand it is 2023 can we just like move on to something else like right i just i does not make sense i cannot make it make sense in my brain why we are still so stuck on this them versus us bull you know Yeah. yeah well it's I mean, it's culture wars, and a lot of people say that it's it's all um, a deflection, like a it's a distraction from other things that are happening. They can't make moves in these other areas, so they're they're just attacking. And that's historically that's something that happens a lot is when people when things don't when a party can't do something doesn't have this power to do something they will just start doing what they can and they'll attack a minority group you know yeah 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 oh it just drives me i just i just i want everyone to be nice and happy i know we need the mama dragons to suffer the nazis i want the nazis to be miserable yeah forever forever and Mm -hmm. ever eternity yeah yeah anyway on that note since we've derailed a lot but i think i mean it kind of works (laughs) 
<laughs> I brought back around somehow. Thank I, God, Jake, <laughs> you've got us back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Derailed. And sometimes, I mean, that is, like I said, that's our brand. It's our brand. We're just Derailed. Off. Sometimes it never comes back. Sometimes it just, you know. But this time it was a lucky time because it came back around. (laughs) (laughs) The straight and narrow. (laughs) (laughs) Our path is not straight nor narrow. It is all over that place. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. um, This weekend, by this time, listeners will hear this this will be in the past which is still so weird to me but um i get to have the most mormon family reunion here in like this weekend so Uh, (sighs) everybody to post like i don't know if that's there's no there's no help for it because i don't know you just have to suffer through it so do you have a flask do you it's funny because as I was leaving work, I was like, I need a flask. <laughs> you can get some real sneaky looking ones, you know. Oh, really? You know, like you've seen the people that do the, um, they put it in like the sun, sun lotion bottles. Yeah, just get those Capri Suns. And you just slit them open and dump out the juice and put your booze in and then just use an iron and just seal it back shut. Oh. You can pop that straw in there and there you go. You're good to go. That's for all of you out there that are perhaps <laughs> dealing with family engagements this next summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my man. aunt sent me that one, by the way. I <laughs> <laughs> pack. Oh. I've even seen ones that are like push-up bras, and the it's the booze that like. <laughs> so funny. The booze you just get a flat. Yeah, like there used to be water bras. Remember there was like uh-huh. watery cutlets that would sit in your. Maybe you don't know this. <laughs> Why would you know this? <laughs> I do know about water bras, but like cutlets. But you can. That that's what they look like. They look like a chicken. <laughs> Anyways. You just get more flat chested as you get drunker. <laughs> you're like, wait a second. But no, you would notice because you're drunk. So it's like, exactly. Oh. It's like she was a D and now she is an A. <laughs> Sloppy. She's <laughs> 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 deflated. <laughs> deflated. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a crying kid, so I should. Let you go. Sorry about the derailment. <laughs> oh no. No, that was that was my bad. I don't know why I was thinking about that. I just have so many thoughts that I'm just like <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings. feelings. <laughs> I um I just Pride Month, so I'm just like, here, have all my thoughts about everything that has here. to do with the community. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody have a safe pride. Yes. Take care of each other. Be good to each other. Yes. Love is love. Be, love is love. And yes. yes, if you go to a pride uh, event, be safe, be vigilant. Yeah. Don't get too drunk and, you know. Yeah. You get drunk at like a bar, whatever, but like at a pride event, you probably don't do that just because there's a lot of hateful people right now. There's so. Yeah, there is. <laughs> 
unfortunately. Find, find a, like, almost 40-ish mom, and she'll yeah. take care of you. Find a me there, and I'll help you. <laughs> I'll make sure you get home. <laughs> find yourself a Dusty. <laughs> That's right. Everybody needs a Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs>